Okay, let's look at some of these national televised games. Ooh, the Montreal Canadiens have how many national televised games? Zero? The New Jersey Devils have nine? The Seattle Kraken have ten? Wait a minute. How does this work? Didn't the Florida Panthers get Matthew Kachuk? Why do they only have seven? What's going on with these, some of these Canadian teams? The San Jose Sharks have ten? Oh, we have a lot to discuss today's episode. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Lockdown Devils Podcast here on the Lockdown Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer, and also Dell's daughter for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. So, in today's episode, we're going to be looking at some of the U.S. national TV games for the NHL, and I'm also going to go on a little bit of a tangent as to how I feel as though the relationship between the NHL and ESPN has been going so far. Some of my more avid fans might already be well aware of my true feelings of this relationship, but uh, I'll reiterate it a little later on. But let's look at some of the national televised games for the New Jersey Devils. So their first national televised game is going to air on ESPN Plus and Hulu, and it's going to come on October 13th against the Philadelphia Flyers, then on October 20th against the New York Islanders. Same situation, ESPN Plus and Hulu, then uh, January 10th against the Carolina Hurricanes, January 13th against the Anaheim Ducks, February 14th against the Columbus Blue Jackets, February 16th against the St. Louis Blues. This time it's going to be on ESPN. And then April 1st against the Chicago Blackhawks, and that's going to air on ESPN2. Now, courtesy of AllAboutTheJersey.com, they highlighted some of the more important national televised games for New Jersey Devils. So you got October 13th against the Philadelphia Flyers, like I just said. That is Coach John Tortorella's uh, debut uh, for the Philadelphia Flyers, and that's going to be their home opener. By there, I mean the Philadelphia Flyers. And then uh, for January 13th, that's going to be a matchup between Jack Hughes and Trevor Zegras. And remember, I will be doing a crossover with J.D. Hernandez of Locked On Ducks uh, sooner rather than later. We're still trying to work out the logistics and we're going to you know, do that whole debate as to which player is better, Jack Hughes or Trevor Zegras. So keep an ear out for that one. But obviously, that's going to be an important national televised game because we get to see the battle between Jack Hughes and Trevor Zegras, the battle of the bromance, who's going to come out on top, and just two likable guys who definitely have bright futures in the NHL. And a couple others that I want to highlight is the game against the Columbus Blue Jackets, February 14th. Now, I get it, we'll already have played the Columbus Blue Jackets, but obviously we know the situation going into this year between the New Jersey Devils and the Columbus Blue Jackets, in which Johnny Goodrow was rumored to have narrowed his choices down to the New Jersey Devils, the Philadelphia Flyers, and the New York Islanders. And then at the last possible second, the Columbus Blue Jackets came in and swooped him off his feet, and he went the other way to Ohio. And uh, there was rumors and speculation saying that he was close to signing with the New Jersey Devils. But, you know, the fact that we struck out with that uh, big-name free agent and probably one of the bigger free agents that we're going to see in a good while definitely stung. And uh, I, I remember I made a, a, an episode over the summer and I said that Johnny Goodrow is now public enemy number one. It's nice to see that our game against the Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, albeit it's going to be in February, but still it's nice to see that the Devils and the Blue Jackets will have a national televised game, albeit it's going to be on ESPN Plus and Hulu, but still 
better than nothing. And then the Carolina Hurricanes, that's always entertaining. I, it's always unpredictable when we play the Carolina Hurricanes because we either play our best brand of hockey or our worst brand of hockey. That's basically what I saw during the course of last year every time we play the Carolina Hurricanes. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. So I'm glad that the New Jersey Devils, you know, I'm glad that we have uh, national televised games. But here's, here's my problem, and I'm going to put up this graphic uh, if you're watching on YouTube. So if you look at the U.S. national TV games by team, it's, like, so out of whack. Just, like, you, you see, like, a team like the Columbus Blue Jackets. Rightfully so, they have Johnny Goodrow, but they're still the youngest team in the NHL. They have 10 national TV games. Then the Anaheim Ducks have 14. The Coyotes have four. The Ottawa Senators only have one. The Montreal Canadiens, a popular original six team have zero national TV games. Now, here's the thing. I get it. It's more of a U.S. kind of thing. So I think they're trying to shy away from some of the uh, more Canadian teams. But I, I think they're giving the Toronto Maple Leafs somewhat of a pass since they're so close to uh, the States. But I don't really know the logistics of it. But still, it's just kind of weird that the Winnipeg Jets and the Ottawa Senators are able to get at least one U.S. national TV game, whereas the Montreal Canadiens, once again, a very popular original six team gets nothing. So that was a little stunning to see. And I don't know how the, the overall thought process works when it comes to selecting these national TV games, because, you know, when I'm looking at this, I'm just like saying, OK, why do the Islanders have 11 national televised games, a team that had pretty much a, a nonchalant kind of offseason, a team that did absolutely nothing during the course of it? And yet they get 11 national televised games or a team like the Florida Panthers, a team that just got Matthew Kachuk and, and, you know, a, a team that was the president's trophy winners just a season ago. Why do they have seven, but the LA Kings have nine? I get that the LA Kings got Kevin Fiala, but that doesn't really make uh, much sense. And why do the Flyers have 13? The Flyers are projected to be hot garbage this season. Why, why are we giving them 13 national televised games? Now I get it. I get the national televised game against the New Jersey Devils, a big rivalry between the Flyers and the Devils, and obviously that's going to be uh, Tortorella's uh, season or home opener debut uh, coaching the Flyers. But it, it just doesn't really make sense to give them that many national televised games where you know I'm looking at some of these other teams and they just have way less than that. So um, I, I, I don't really, like I said, I don't really know what the thought process or the selection uh, process works for this kind of thing. And, you know, uh, I can be a little more forgiving for a team like the Seattle Kraken, a team that uh, has 10 national TV games because they are the newest team in the NHL. And despite not really performing up to par last year, they were still an exciting team to watch. And they're one of my favorite teams to uh, to play in the NHL other than the, the New Jersey Devils. But it, it just doesn't really make any sense. And this goes back to what I've been saying about the overall relationship between ESPN in the NHL, they have got to do a better job of marketing the sport of hockey. Now, I get it. The sport of hockey is out of, you know, the four major sports in North America. Hockey gets the short end of the stick. So, you know, you got baseball, you got football, you got basketball, and then you got hockey. It could be somewhat of a hot take because you can consider soccer in that realm. But it's just, a, I know that hockey gets the short end of the stick, but I feel as though ESPN could do a much better job of just, portraying the brand of hockey like one of the things I said during the course of the summer was that here's something that ESPN could potentially do you could try to uh 
you know, just have an overall better narrative. Because remember my interview with Cam Jensen and I asked him which Ranger player did he, he, did he hate the most? He said he didn't hate any Rangers players. That's just how the game is played. And I said that rivalries are more of a fan service than they are just a personal standpoint for the players. Now, sometimes it can be personal, but at the same time, it's more of a fan service. So feed into that. So remember, the Rangers and the Devils are huge rivals. So, you know, Battle of the Hudson River, whatever the case might be, portray that. Portray some of these original six teams, like put them in the spotlight. But, you know, one of the things I talked about just moments ago, why I was glad that the game against the uh, Anaheim Ducks is going to be on national TV is because you get to see the battle of the bromance, the battle between Jack Hughes and Trevor Zegras, two likable guys who do wonders for their respective franchise, who are going to be leaders in the NHL at some point. They, they both have bright futures. So there's something else you can try to you know put out there just a little bit more. Or uh, something I just said about the Johnny Goodrow situation. He was so close to signing with the New Jersey Devils, and then he signs with the Columbus Blue Jackets. So instead of waiting until February to put that on national TV, why don't you make the, that one of your first national TV games um, uh, of the year. It could be either that or the Philadelphia Flyers or the New York Islanders. I don't really care, but you know, there's that narrative. There's that thought process, which is, you know, you got Johnny Goodrow basically de- I'm deeming him public enemy number one. And I'm not the only devil's fan to do so. My, bu- my buddy Brat pack does the same thing. So, you know, that's my overall thing with the NHL and ESPN so far. And I just want to see it get better because I feel as though hockey is such a great sport but mostly people just want to watch it for the fights. And that's like watching a NASCAR race, hoping for crashes. Yes, you're going to get some uh, games or you're going to get some races here and there where there's going to be a big fiery crash, like when you're uh, racing at Daytona or Talladega, whatever the case might be. But it's not going to happen every single track, especially at, at my hometown track, Pocono. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be basically follow the leader. But how do you make it more exciting? So that's the thing about hockey. Like, you know, you're going to find a lot of people uh, who just want to watch it for the fights. And there's going to be some games where there's going to be fights left and right. There's going to be animosity. There's going to be beef, whatever the case might be. But you you can't just uh, use that as your selling point. I want people to watch hockey for the, for the sport itself, not just the fight aspect. That's entertaining, yes, but you can only take that so far. And it also goes back to the broadcasting. And like I said, I'm not trying to hate on Leah Huxel or whatever the case might be. She wasn't good at her job. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to crap on her. I'm not trying to do that uh, uh, in any sort of way. But the fact of the matter is she wasn't good. Same with a few other broadcasters for ESPN as well. I just want better. And I feel as though you, how do you get better by that? Highlight some of these players. Like, do what you do in the ba- in basketball because I learned in sports marketing class that the NBA is the best league at branding itself. So that's what you need to do. You need to find like an athlete. You need to find someone like Connor McDavid, someone like Austin Matthews, or if you want to go younger, look at Cole Caulfield, look at Jack Hughes, look at Trevor Zegras, look at some of the the future of the league, and just highlight one of those players. And there's your up and coming story, or whatever the case might be, or just like I said, rivalries or certain narratives. So I just gave an example. New Jersey Devils, the narrative between them and Johnny Goodrow. They felt hurt and betrayed because Johnny Goodrow went to Columbus, even though it seemed like 
that the deal between them uh, was pretty much going to be like just a, a verbal agreement, like a handshake. But at the last minute, Johnny Goodrow goes to Columbus. Like I said, I don't know how true that is, but that's basically what I've been hearing. So there's something you can highlight right there. So my thing is, like, when I'm looking at these national TV games, when I'm looking at, you know, the amount of teams that are getting this exposure, it just seems random. It just seems like they put every team in a randomizer and was just like, okay, which team is going to get a national TV game? Like, look, I get that this is U.S. national TV, and I get that Canada is sort of its own thing, but there is no way why a team like the Montreal Canadiens, despite them not projected to do so well this upcoming year, there is no reason why they should have zero national games, especially since they're an original six team, or especially since they're a team like the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Toronto Maple Leafs are an original six team, and they have 11 national televised games. Montreal, you know, is not too far away from the States. It's not like Winnipeg. It's not like uh, Ottawa. It, you know, Montreal has a huge following, a huge fan base. Like, they not only just – they're in Canada. They're an original six team. They apply to a lot of French-speaking people. So it's just like they have that huge following. That's why every time they say something in English, they repeat it in French. They have a huge following. So why are you giving them zero national televised games? That doesn't make sense. Like, or let's go to the NBA, for example. A team like the Los Angeles Lakers, they're not really good. I'm a LeBron fan. I will admit that. They're not good at all, but yet they're still going to get half the national televised games. Why? Because the Los Angeles Lakers are a popular team. They're one of those rare teams where they could do so bad, but at the same time, you have to market them. Or let's go to another team, for example, the Detroit Lions. It has been fought tooth and nail that they should be taken away from that Thanksgiving game. But the NFL will not do so because it's tradition. So the Lions pretty much always have a seat at the table when it comes to Thanksgiving games. And Thanksgiving is big in the NFL. So my thing is, like, there's no excuse why the Montreal Canadiens should have zero national televised games. Because, like I said, and I sound like a broken record when I say this, Original six team, a Canadian team, historic team. They have won a last Stanley Cups, albeit it's been a while, but they've, they, they have that pedigree. And they apply to a lot of people that, you know, they apply to, to people who speak English, people who speak French, whatever the case might be. I went to Nice, France over the summer, and when I was at a restaurant, guess what? I saw a picture of the Montreal Canadiens in my menu, and that's me on the other side of the world at a restaurant in Nice, France. So there's my little tangent for ESPN and the relationship between the NHL, which is it has so much potential to be better. But yet when you're putting these games on like apps and such like that, and I get it, we're kind of in a generation where I, I, I guess like streaming services on apps are more popular than ever. But is that really going to give us the attention that hockey deserves? I don't think so. Quite honestly, I couldn't imagine like, like when the MLB was trying to do that whole Apple TV and Peacock, it just doesn't work in my eyes. It's just like, no, I don't think that's going to get you the attention you want. I remember Peacock did a game without announcers. They just wanted to do the feels of the game. Great concept. But I just, I was like, I don't think that's going to work. So that's my overall thing with the NHL and ESPN. A lot of potential. The content is there. The narratives are there. The players are there. How do you promote it? You know, ESPN talks a lot about LeBron James. They talk a lot about Shohei Otani. 
They talk a lot about Tom Brady. Why don't you talk a lot about Connor McDavid? You finally have the rights to do so. Talk about Connor McDavid. Or better yet, before I give uh, my idea momentarily, I want to bring you guys the first and only live read because, trust me, I need some energy after that little tangent. And it comes from our partners at Athletic Greens. It's literally a product I use every day. So what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adjuncts to help start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all those things. So here's the thing. It's lifestyle is friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, and they still taste good, supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's one thing that's best about Athletic Greens is that it uses best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. So right now, it's time for you to reclaim health and arm your immune system with the convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And similar to Built Bar, you can see them on a NASCAR car. So they are a proud sponsor of Calling Racing. They race in the Xfinity Series and also the Cup Series. So Athletic Greens is also on the NASCAR circuit. Okay, so sort of went on a tangent a little bit. Apologize for that. Just passionate. And another thing that ESPN and the NHL can do, and they sort of did this with P.K. Subban during the course of the playoffs, and I love that they did this. They brought P.K. Subban in on first take to, you know, discuss the playoffs. To uh, P.K. gives his overall opinions. And like I said, if, if P.K. Subban doesn't play in another NHL game, he could sleep all night knowing he's got a media gig. Like, he's always going to be welcome that – NHL Network. He's going to be welcomed at ESPN. And also, he has his own uh, show called PK's World. Now, I actually predicted this over a year ago. I said, if PK Subban continues to do great things for ESPN and he's starting to bring the uh, the, the world more attention in, in terms of hockey coverage, I, I don't think it would be out of the ordinary for Walt Disney Company to reach out to him and say, hey, do you want your own show? Because one of the things I said was like uh, the Giannis Antetokounmpo story. They made it into a movie on Disney Plus, and now, now courtesy of Peyton Manning, PK Subban is getting his own branch of Peyton's place. And you know the the, the fact that uh, he he's given that opportunity by Disney Plus, that's going to do wonders for hockey. So that's another thing you can rely on. You know, just try to incorporate PK Subban more often in the first take. You don't have to have people like Stephen A. Smith pretend that they know uh, something about hockey and then talk vaguely about it. Hire a couple professionals to come in and just have that overall sit-down discussion roundtable. If I don't make it as a hockey play-by-play announcer, one of my backup plans is that I would love to have my own show on first take and just talk hockey because I feel like there's a market for that, and I would love to do so. That's one of my goals. So I would lo- so aside from being a hockey play-by-play announcer, would love to go to first take or get my own show on ESPN and just bring everyone the hockey news, similar to what I'm doing now on the Locked On Podcast Network. So there's a market out there, and I'm happy that hockey is finally getting back into that realm. It's not perfect. There's a lot of work to be done, but heading in the right direction. 
So I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. What do you think about the overall TV schedule for the uh, national televised games? And keep in mind, it's mostly U.S.-based, so teams in Canada aren't going to get the same amount of love unless you're the Toronto Maple Leafs, but I feel as though this could have been done so much better. And and I'm glad that the New Jersey Devils are getting nine national televised games, but I just feel as though there's just more – you know, deserving teams out there that deserve more televised games. Like, I love the New Jersey Devils, but I feel as though there is no reason why they should have more games than the Florida Panthers. And I don't think there is a reason why they should have less games than the Seattle Kraken because uh, the New Jersey Devils are on the come up. The Seattle Kraken are a new team. I get they're very popular. They're very trendy. But I even said it last year, that publicity is going to crash and burn quickly because people are going to soon realize that the Seattle Kraken are not a good team. So let me know what you guys think about the U.S. national televised games. What do you think about the New Jersey Devils getting nine national televised games? Is there something that I'm missing? And do you think that there's any hope for ESPN to just resolve their situation with the NHL? Because I I, I think that there's potential to be made, but ESPN is not really putting their foot on the gas pedal. Putting all the games on ESPN Plus is not going to, like, it's going to help, but I feel like there's more. So, let me know what you guys think. And as for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you. So thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. ESPN, please get your act together from a true NHL fan. That's all I ask.